0: As of this morning, Luna is pretty much worthless. A number of attackers, they decided to borrow 100,000 Bitcoin and then shorted Bitcoin in the process in an attempt to bankrupt Luna and bankrupt the anchor protocol. What we're seeing now is you know, a, a significant but temporary blip. And so my advice to people would just be patience. You don't have to act right now. Take a breath. Find some healthy hobbies, maybe delete your brokerage account, step away from it all for a few days. The easiest way to win in investing is just extend the time horizon. It is up to us as educators to help people understand what went on and also help people understand that we can move forward and ultimately we can move forward to a greater good. I still have unwavering faith in crypto.
1: Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, we have an amazing guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is a repeat guest. He's been on the show not just once, not just twice, but three times. This is his third appearance. He is an expert in investing. He is an expert in all things around the subject of crypto, DeFi, and the metaphors. And given everything that's gone down in the last few weeks about that, and the panic that's being caused in the world, who better than to have an amazing expert here to come and unpack it all for us? I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Ali Al Gore. Welcome to the show, Ali.
0: Wow, Nikki. What a what a few weeks it's been since we last spoke. It has,
1: brother.
0: Uh, um, I went on my first vacation for three years, and now I'm starting to think I should never go on vacation again.
1: <laughs> I know, man, I know. So since we last spoke, you know, the markets have uh, have tanked. Um, and if you look at the history of investing period, but also more specifically the history of uh, crypto, uh, the markets have typically had um ups and downs just like what we're going through right now so this isn't new although for me being new into the crypto space it's the first time i've been on the downside of a bear market um and you know i had a decent amount of money invested in this not 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 life changing or anything like that but you know 30 50 grand something in those in those regards and uh there's no question that i rode the up and now i'm riding some of the downs and um I still believe that the space has great long-term future uh, and what's happening right now is just part of the uh, rhythm of life, the rhythm of investing, the rhythm of the market in the world of crypto, DeFi, and the metaverse. But I'm not the expert. You're the expert. That's why I brought you here. So, Ollie, why don't you unpack A, what happened in the last few weeks and B, what it all means.
0: Um, Okay. So... I think first and foremost, I want to be very, very clear that this is not the end. This is a temporary setback of which there have been many. The space is still so new. You know, I think about it. You know, I started investing in 2008. In 2008, there was no cryptocurrency that did not exist. That's when Satoshi wrote the white paper to remove us from what happened with the banks and the global financial crisis. And with crypto, because everything moves so quickly and because of the convergence of technologies as well regarding, you know, we have Twitter, we have the 24-hour news cycle is now the 24-minute news cycle. Everyone can have an opinion. And there's just so much information flying around that I, there's a couple of things I would like to clear up. Because there's some narratives that I've seen spread that I think are unhelpful. But first, do you want to do you want to sort of unpack everything that happened in the last week with yes. Luna and UST and everything there? Please. So, as of as of this morning, um, Luna is pretty much worthless. Um, UST is trading at eleven cents on the dollar. Off exchange. So if we if we if we actually go on-chain in in the lunar ecosystem, UST is still worth a dollar. Just there is no money to actually redeem it. And I think the biggest thing in terms of the individual investor is anchor protocol has pretty much gone from having 18 billion in deposits. And Anchor Protocol, for those listening, was the largest consumer DeFi product. There were larger ones that focused more on like sort of institutional level swaps like Curve, but for the consumer, for the everyday investor, Anchor Protocol was the largest and most well-known. It was a very easy onboarding into crypto. And you know, people were collecting 19.5% in interest per year in what they believed was a, was a stable coin. Now. First, I think we should sort of unpack what happened with UST and and Luna. So at the beginning of last week, a number of attackers, I'm not going to go into the conspiracy theory of who the attackers were because you'll see 500 theories floating around the internet. And I don't think that's really important. They decided to borrow um, 100,000 Bitcoin and then shorted Bitcoin in the process in an attempt to essentially bankrupt Luna and bankrupt the Anchor Protocol. And they were successful. They sold a bunch of USD on Curve, which is the largest DeFi platform. Yeah. This then forced the Luna Foundation, which is maintains the entire Luna ecosystem and actually has the reserves to be able to pay out this rate we got on Anchor Protocol. This forced them to liquidate a bunch of their Bitcoin and without spending four hours talking about this, it caused Luna to crash in price. And if Luna crashes in price, UST loses its peg because UST is backed by the value of Luna. But that's how USD the dollar, to $0.90 cents to $0.80 cents to, mm-hmm. as of when we were reported, it's about $0.11 cents this month. So we are at a bit of a crossroads. Um, mm-hmm. Luna has now, they're essentially just minting new Luna tokens to maintain any sort of value. Um, Luna is at a fraction of a cent. Um, this has now spawned a, a movement which is, very, very similar to what we saw with Dogecoin, Shiba Inu of, oh, if it just goes back to one cent or if it just goes back to $1, I'll be rich. And that's not how it works. Because for Luna to go back to $1 as it currently is set up would make Luna by far and away the biggest coin in the ecosystem. And that, that's not going to happen. And on a technical level, and I'm not a big technicals guy, but I do think it's important sometimes to understand a bit of context. Yes. Bitcoin has a big support level at twenty-eight thousand dollars. If Bitcoin drops below twenty-eight thousand and stays below twenty-eight thousand, there isn't another support level until around sort of nineteen thousand. There's not really a strong one. So there's a psychological one at twenty-five because it's around. The- but in terms of actual technical support, there's not much below twenty-eight, and so it could lead to bitcoin going down below 20000 again which when bitcoin drops everything else drops yeah it's the big daddy right so of course bitcoin could the entire market everything is controlled by bitcoin's price movement initially if you've been in this for any length of time you will understand that bitcoin goes up more money flows into the ecosystem then the altcoins go up And that cycle ends when Bitcoin starts going down again.
1: It makes sense, right?
0: It totally makes sense. And on an objective level, I'm quite confident that saying this is probably the third worst event in the history of crypto, it's not the worst. But it's the third worst. And it has it's gonna be a real stress test for the whole DeFi ecosystem as a whole. DeFi mm. has really only been a thing for two years. And this is why I like history so much, because it provides us comparisons. You know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme.
1: It does rhyme, yeah. That's a that's a very powerful quote.
0: And think about like the first two years of banking. Think about the first two years of any technology, really. Think about the first two years of the smartphone. Sure, this is pre-iphone. We're talking about Palm Pilots here. Yeah, (laughs) and you know that sort of level of bugginess and lack of function, and what to me is is positive is that money isn't leaving crypto the number of bitcoin wallets with money in them is at its all-time high the number of ethereum wallets with money in them is at its all-time high yeah what we're seeing now is you know a a significant but temporary blip and it's important to understand that that you know this is not this is not the end because whenever something gets it hits the mainstream media you know, it's the end, it's the, the the end of crypto, the end of DeFi. It was I know they're, they're Bitcoin's they're, dead.
1: That's how they sell papers and get eyeballs. Like the the, the world, unfortunately, and, and social media has made it so much worse, it's exacerbated the problem, is based on causing um, an emotional negative rise out of people. So social media, someone yeah. said it like this, is designed to find a group of people in various areas and give them curated content that, you know, confirms everything they believe, agrees with them yeah. 100%, and then creates an enemy. And in this case, the enemy is the big, bad crypto enthusiast. Look, these aren't honest people. That's that's how it all goes.
0: Yeah. And what I don't like is the, the sort of triumphalism of people like say ah look at all the crypto bros they're all broke now
1: that's terrible and like what a horrible thing to say I don't, to, to take pleasure in the in in the misfortune of others just terrible
0: the, ex- exactly and this is why i always know who has never actually gone through a bear market because they actively wish for one yeah because this is these are people's lives. You know, you were around in two thousand eight. You remember what happened?
1: Yeah, my uh, my uh, my portfolio lost eighty percent of its value.
0: People lost their homes. People lost everything, and that unfortunately it will probably happen now as well for people who were perhaps over leveraged, perhaps didn't understand their own risk tolerance. For people who were had hundred percent of their net worth in crypto, like it's not going to be good. But you know, as As I've said all along, and as you said all along, like this is this is a new technology. This is a new, this is a completely new financial asset. You can't go all in on this stuff. You have to have a portion of your net worth, and that portion depends on where you are in life, dedicated to it. And I think the biggest learning lesson of all here is no coin is too big to fail. Yeah. Luna was maybe the eighth or ninth largest at this time last week. And then you see what's happened now. Well, it's,
1: it's, it's, listen, everything I own right now is underwater. Everything and Luna is at zero. So, uh, you know, I, I, um, I pray to God that the idea behind Luna is a brilliant idea. And, um, the people that were involved in Luna and are involved in Luna right now, still they are good people, who who have um, the ability to come up with uh, innovative concepts and make them a reality. Um, I follow the teachings of Catherine Ponder. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's one of the original prosperity teachers and she's very biblically based. She's 95 years old. Her first major book was written in 1962 and she talks about uh, having faith in God and having faith, in God's desire to have uh, you be prosperous and me be prosperous. So I'm, I'm praying okay. for Luna and praying for God to prosper uh, the folks at Luna. We, you know, it's unlikely right now that Luna's going to come back, but never say never. And, and my prayer is that they do come back. Um, we we live in a time where it's too many people are ready to point a finger and find an enemy. And I think we've got we've yeah. got to be here on this show saying, stop doing that. Stop looking for an enemy, start looking for friends and be a friend exactly. to whoever you can be a friend to. And the people that did this to Luna, I mean, they did this to make money. They decided to make, uh, to, to destroy something and short something because that was how they were going to get paid. They're pirates essentially. And listen, you made some money. Okay. You made some money. But at the end of the day, your creator, the Lord God himself is watching and there is a law that God has in in, in uh, the Eastern traditions. They call it the law of karma. What goes around comes around. Careful what you wish for. You know, yeah. if you're somebody who makes your, your life and your jollies out of destroying others, you will be destroyed. You're not as strong as God. Believe me, not even close. <laughs> so
0: that's all there is to it. No, absolutely. And just on that, the reason that I've never been into short selling and the reason I never tell anyone to do short selling, because I think on a fundamental basis, I'm like, where is the value being created? Mm. I understand people pointing holes at Luna, pointing holes at anchor protocol, pointing holes at the Luna leadership team. Cause don't get me wrong. There, there were very clearly holes in there, but to do something like this which you know is going to materially affect so many people like is it is it immoral yeah it is is it unethical absolutely yep. 100% and you know i'm definitely not one of those people who's going to sit here and complain and cry and say where how am i going to get my money back because i knew what i was doing I understand risk.
1: Yeah, me but
0: too. I think it. We can. What we can do is we can say that the act, the immoral actions of a few have affected the many here, and it is up to us as as educators to help people understand what went on, and also help people understand that despite this we can move forward and ultimately we can move forward to a greater good because i still just i still have unwavering faith in crypto i'm not yes. selling anything i'm not stopping the crypto programs i'm not taking our crypto books down absolutely not no why would you we'll be here in a decade we'll be here in 20 years time but what people need now is for people to be, it's easy to bury in the sand and I've yep. been thinking about this a lot lately. And I've been reading a lot about people who worked at Amazon, Facebook, and all these companies in the early days. You know, Amazon lost 94% of its value in about six months. Facebook had to shelve its IPO for four years. Both companies were very close to going bust. Yeah. And it's up to the leadership to show up and just be in front of people and say, look, we're times are tough right now, but we're not going away. We're yeah. still here to help. And you have to believe that things will get better.
1: So I'll tell you, there is a very powerful um, quote from a legendary baseball player named Tug McGraw. Tug McGraw is the father of legendary country singer Tim McGraw. And he was part of the... uh, he he was part of, I think that was the Philadelphia Phillies in the early eighties. They were absolutely not favored to win the world series and they ended up winning it. I think it was 1981 and Tug was the inspirational leader of the team. He wasn't the best player, but he was the one who came through in clutch moments. And he would say to people on the team, you gotta believe you gotta believe. And, That's what I think should be the title of this episode. You got to believe. You got to believe. Why did crypto come into being? Well, because centralized finance has been, quite frankly, taking advantage of people for centuries. And centralized finance put people's wealth at risk. And they put all the control in the hands of some central bankers and other bankers. The concept of cryptocurrency and decentralized finance was to take that control away from the hands of the few and give it to the hands of the many. And this is part of the creative destruction of capitalism. You're going to have uh, companies that are going to do extremely well. You're going to have companies that are going to crash and burn. And that's just how it goes. If you don't have the stomach for it, then yeah, you shouldn't be involved. But if you do have the stomach for it, you're able to stay the course in the long haul you're going to do very, very well. And it's my belief that the people that short sold Amazon when it crashed by 94% in terms of its stock price are kicking themselves now. And it's my belief that the people that have decided they're never going to get involved in crypto because, you know, there was there was a crash and to kicked themselves in five or 10 years. You know, you're, you're going to say one thing in 2032. You're going to say... I'm glad I did, or I wish I had. That's all you're going to
0: do. 100%. 100%. And it's so funny that I think Bitcoin's are hovering around 30,000. Maybe it's just below right now. All the people who wanted to get into Bitcoin at 50,000, but it was too much. Now they don't want to get into it because what if it goes down more? and this is the whole skin in the game concept, like sometimes you just have to get in and understand what it's like to be an owner as opposed to being on the sidelines. Yeah. Because anyone can sit here and say, I told you so. It's, um, I can't remember who said um, the line, you know, you've got three options. You can lead, follow, or get out of the way. Yeah, that was um, like, Lee Icocca. Legend. Iceland? yeah. And But people want the fourth option, which is they don't want to participate, but they want to nitpick and shout from the bleachers at everyone's ideas. <laughs> These guys are never wrong, by the way. They've never been wrong in their lives. This is the people saying, ah, the crypto bros. ha ha, look at them and yeah i got a friend of
1: mine who's like he's just gloating he says yeah i told you to get out of crypto and i'm like dude i'm in it for the long haul man and he said i told you to leave tesla and i told him i'm never betting against elon musk are you crazy you want to bet against elon musk the most successful capitalist in history you're going to bet against this guy okay yeah so fat i'm not
0: going to do it It, it, that's that that's the thing um I have to say like members of our community have been fantastic over the past week. A lot of people reiterating the sentiment of, yeah, I've lost money. I knew what I was getting into my situation. And so, yeah, I've lost some money enough to be annoyed, not enough where I am now underwater and I have to sell everything I own. And it's important to play the long game because all of the best investors are made in, because they're the ones who actually get through them. They get through the bear market. They understand that not everything is a one-way journey to prosperity. They understand that, oh, maybe I need to do some more due diligence on what I, what I buy. And we're seeing that not only in the crypto market, we're seeing it in the stock market as well right now. Yeah, exactly and so it's really really important at this point to know what you own and also know why you own it because i speak to i speak to so many people and the story is always the same I, I say like okay talk to me about your worst investment and it's always the same thing i bought something and i didn't know what it did like i have a i have a close personal friend of mine And on Tuesday, he sent me a message saying, I just bought Luna at $17. What do you think? And my response was, I really wish that was a question and not a statement. I really wish it was, should I buy Luna at $17? What do you think? As opposed to, I've done this. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So what I will say for people thinking about like short term moves is it's very difficult to catch the falling knife. There is so much uncertainty right now. The best move is to do absolutely nothing. (laughs) Everyone wants to be a genius right now. Everyone wants to be the guy who made all of the money when the money, when the market was going down in terms of ego, that's the ultimate thing you can do in the financial markets. Sure, But It's way harder than people think. And so, my advice to people would just be patience. You don't have to act right now. Are you down a significant amount of money? If you are, take a breath, find some healthy hobbies, maybe delete your brokerage account. I think it's not a bad idea. Step away from it all for a few days. I think it's not a bad idea at all. You know, I haven't made any any purchases over the past couple of days. Yeah. Like, there's no need to. It's more important to understand what went on than try and profit in two days. It's like, the easiest way to win in investing is just extend the time horizon.
1: I'm not touching anything that I own currently. It's all going to stay. And some of it's gone to zero or pretty close. I mean, the Luna position, which was pretty substantial there. And I've got some other ones. I, I was in FTM and, and Tune Finance. And at one point, I was close to 40 grand. Uh, and it's not that right now for me, <laughs> not <laughs> even close. But it is what it is. I may see some other projects go to zero. I, you know, I have an advisor who's advised me to get into some things. They, some for a while they worked, but, you know, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. Uh, he was saying a couple months ago, maybe we should pull back, and maybe we should have. But it should have been, I think, a more definitive statement on his part. He should have said, "We should pull back," and I should have listened uh, to that. But right now, it is what it is. I'm going to stick stick it out, and we're going to continue to have conversations like this with with yourself. And what we're going to do is let everybody know that blockchain technology is not disappearing. It is going to revolutionize the world. It already is. It's going to continue to revolutionize the world. The uh, desire for people to disintermediate themselves from uh, central banks and s- centralized banking isn't going to change. In fact, that desire is going to accelerate, if anything. yeah. Uh, so that's not going away. The use case for all these. Now, um, a bunch of these uh, meme type coins. They're probably not going to do so well, but that's life. Yeah. You know, that's life. What are you going to do? If you lost some money, you can't get, you can't take it personally winning or losing is not Oh my God, the world's going to end. It's you win or you lose. And you, got to keep, you got to keep going. Sometimes uh, what you think is a loss may not be a loss if you can hold on to it for longer than you think. And it's not hodling, holding on for dear life. It's just understanding that this is a different space. We're in a bear market at the moment, and that bear market's going to be uh, a place where people are going to are gonna have a hard time knowing what decisions to make. And for a lot of the new people, they're gonna just decide not to get involved. And maybe that's not a bad idea. Maybe if you're brand, brand new and you haven't jumped in yet, maybe now's not the time for you to jump in. Maybe what you should do is watch it and learn. And then in a month, two months, three months, maybe dip your toe in the water. But if you've been around in the market, you're already committed, this is the time for you to just look at what's happening, unpack it, and make some decisions based on on cold logic and not out of control panic
0: yeah you said something that i want to double down on like your coins don't know that you own them you're not owed anything and the mentality, one of the most dangerous mentalities I see in investing is, oh, you know, it has to come back. Why does it have to come back? It doesn't owe you anything. Same with stocks. Like your stock doesn't know you own it. They're not sitting around in the boardroom at AT&T going, oh, you know what? John Boy bought us at 28 and we're now at 24. So can we sort of like hurry the hurry the f up to get back to 28 it doesn't work like that and with crypto it's the same thing outside of outside of bitcoin and ethereum and i would there, would, there are now a handful of coins that i would also put in that tier of like proven projects with use cases mm, the vast majority of these are speculative And we can see that actually, if we look at just the prices in the past week, like Bitcoin and Ethereum have gone down the least. Why? Because what generally happens with the smart money is that it transfers away from the altcoins and it goes back into Bitcoin and Ethereum during times like this. And there's a reason that 50% of my crypto portfolio is in Bitcoin and Ethereum, because those are by far and away the strongest projects that we have and one thing i think we can take a real positive from is that ethereum has held up very very well in the past week and we didn't see that the last time we didn't see that the last time we had a real like downward pressure in the crypto market only well bitcoin didn't hold up great but like it held up better than everything else But Ethereum has held up very, very well. And I think that's a really good sign. And ultimately, you know, the top 10 in in market cap is going to look drastically different five years from now than it does today. Because if you look at, even if you look four years ago, the top 10 in market cap was significantly different than it is today. You know, we had projects that everyone was convinced that were going to be big winners that weren't. And we had projects that came out of nowhere. For example, Solana. Solana came out of nowhere. And what you really want to pay attention to in the past, sorry, in the next few months is if you're monitoring a project, look at, the, look at which founders are focused on the building process as opposed to the ones who are focused on prices. One big lesson that I think is really important is... You know, I, I apply this to the stock market, but you can also apply it to the crypto market if the founder is, you know, quite active publicly. Is if they're always talking about um, price action and market cap projections and price predictions, stay well away. If they're just focused on building, that's the kind of project you want to be in. Because all yeah. the best projects are built during bear markets because that's when everyone else when all the when all of the get rich quick types they're they're out the actual people who have a belief in the technology and a belief in their project they're going to continue building regardless of what the price is cuz like jeff for example jeff kept building at amazon even when the stock was down 94%. Mark Zuckerberg for as much flack as he gets he kept building at Facebook throughout those 4 years where they couldn't IPO. All- all of the great leaders have done that. Bill Gates with Microsoft, same thing. Same thing. Steve Jobs with Apple, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And Elon with Tesla and his other company. Elon with Tesla. The only CEO I've ever seen tweet that the stock price is too high. <laughs> <The> only, <laughs> whether he should have done it is another story. But the only CEO I've ever seen tweet that.
1: Yeah, I know, man. But you know, the fact that he did that makes more people buy.
0: <laughs> I you know, think like, about
1: that. That's like insane. If you think about it, it's absolutely,
0: completely, totally insane. Yeah, and it's yeah. important to once again extending the time horizon makes this so much easier. Like, if my time horizon was ten days, you know, I'd be I'd be a worried man right now. But my time horizon isn't ten days. Even I feel like ten years is a bit too short. Yeah, for, for me especially. For me,
1: it's a, it's a ten year time horizon. I, I want to be in a space where you know my family is generationally wealthy as a result of what I do. Uh, I've worked with a fellow who's uh, been a mentor to me. He's a great guy, and we're doing a, uh, an NFT project together. Uh, I think I told you about that last time. But I want to do yes. other things. I want to learn independently on my own as well. Uh, that's why I'm glad you and I are having these conversations so let's let's continue to have these conversations I would love to um, love to with your help get connected to some of the people that are in charge of some of these projects like Solana um, I think those are good people to talk to and I want to understand how they think what they're all about I'm going to have them all on my show
0: and then these, I'll put some money in a few of those these people are you know, visionary gets thrown around a lot, these people are visionaries, and one thing I think is really unfair in the past um, week or so is that Do Kwan, the leader of the Luna Foundation and sort of the de facto CEO, if you will, of Luna, has been compared to Elizabeth Holmes.
1: No, that's not him. He's not. That's which very is unfair.
0: is... Which is very unfair. Like Elizabeth Holmes ran a fraud. She did. Um, I think a more apt comparison would maybe be Adam Newman, the founder and CEO of WeWork, um, who I still maintain that Adam Newman was about like two or three ticks away from actually making it work. The problem was he never had anyone to stand up to him, and because you know, WeWork is a is a real business. It, is. it was not. It was not profitable. It was wildly unprofitable in its iteration, but it was still a very unique business model.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I feel like the the Elizabeth Holmes comparison is very unfair. I know it gets clicks.
1: He's no Elizabeth. And that's all Holmes, that matters man. on the
0: internet. No, absolutely not. And
1: and listen. I- My gut tells me this fella is,
0: he's not a quitter. He's going to try and find a way to still figure this out. I would, I would, I would hope so. And there's, there's no shame in putting up your hands and saying, look, we got it wrong. I messed up big time. You know, Mark Zuckerberg did that with Facebook with the mobile thing. He's like, Hey, we have missed mobile. We've missed it, but what can we do to catch up? And then they buy Instagram, which was one of the best business moves of the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like business isn't smooth sailing. You understand that. I understand that with both business owners. There's no, it's not linear. If you want a linear path to wealth, get a job. Like, and you, and you, it's and the same. And you with, won't get wealthy. You'll just get up at best. <laughs> exactly. And it's the same with it's the same with investing because you're buying in the stock market. You're buying businesses. In the crypto market, you're investing in projects. But most of these projects do function like businesses, especially in DeFi, because they create revenue.
1: Yeah.
0: it's, it's not smooth sailing. It's not a one way path. And the problem with with humans is, and especially with the hive mind that we have right now, is everything becomes so short term. People's memories and people get accustomed to things very quickly. And people get accustomed in crypto to quick gains when they are happening. And when we get accustomed to things, we get comfortable. When we get comfortable, we get lazy. And so when things like this happen, we're like, how could this have happened? And you know, I don't want to go into the rabbit hole of were the warning signs there. Looking forward, it's
1: more difficult to see that. I mean, Steve Jobs, in his incredible uh, address to the Stanford graduating class back in I think 2006, said. It's easy to connect the dots looking backwards. It's impossible to connect the dots looking forward. So, yeah, you should have known. No, you shouldn't have known. You're living life. You're in the moment. Yeah. How the heck could you have known? Who knew someone was going to say, you know what? I want to take out a company and I want to make a bunch of people lose money so
0: I can make some. Right? That's a horrible, shitty way to think. And that took hundreds of millions to do as well. It's not. Uh, it's not just some kid in his basement like how I'm going to hack into the pro-. no, that's not what happened. No, this was a financial attack, not a like hacking or computer based attack.
1: Yeah, it was, so, it was know, done the- by an organization. You know, one of those centralized types who decided they wanted to go and take somebody out and make an example out of them and make some money in the process. Okay. So you did it. Congratulations. You know what? Enjoy your victory. It'll be short lived. And what you reap, you shall sow. Sow the wind, reap the whirlwind. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what just happened to these folks right now. God himself will come and take you down. And if you think that's not true or that's hocus pocus, oh, then you're an idiot. <laughs> God exists and he doesn't approve of crap like this. <laughs> you just does not love it. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, man. It's the truth. Um, so, Ali, I think we've talked about this enough. Uh, I think we'll, we'll have another conversation in a few weeks because I want to see how some of this stuff shakes out. But, listener, if you're enjoying the conversation and if it's illuminating for you, and whether you agree with Ollie and I or you disagree with us is Okay. And I ask you to do one thing, share this episode with somebody, have them listen to it, and get a dialogue going, because this is an important issue. This is beyond just what happened to this one organization. This is about the nature of what it means to be a human being in 2022 and beyond. Do we want to be the kind of human beings that take pleasure from the misery of others? Do we want to be the kind of human being that enjoys being successful by putting others down and crushing them and their hopes and their dreams beneath our jackbooted heels. Or do we want to be the kind of people who uplift people? I know what kind of human being I want to be, and I am. And that's someone who uplifts. I just did the first live event in Toronto in over uh two years, almost two and a half years. And we uplifted a whole group of people through that event. We had incredible speakers and teachers, and the energy was palpable. The energy of uplift was amazing and great, all that good stuff. And you know. What I gotta say is pure and simple, be an uplifter. Be somebody who puts your hand out and 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 asks someone else if they need help and lift them up and bring them up. And when it comes to crypto and DeFi and the metaverse, if you haven't jumped in yet, maybe now is not the time, not even maybe, now is not the time to jump in. Hold back for a little bit, see what happens, see what shakes out. If you're already in, I'm not going to give you advice on what to do whether to pull out or stay in but all I'm going to tell you is you got in for a long-term reason not a short-term buck at least I hope you did. And if that's what you did then it's important that you continue to keep that long-term perspective and act accordingly. This is an investment advice I'm not giving you advice I'm not telling you what to do. This is education but my own thoughts, act according to long-term thinking. Long-term thinking may mean sell everything you got in here. May not. May mean a mixture of selling and holding. But long-term thinking is what you want to do. And life is a long-term game. Life is a people game. You want to be there to help people. It's all about people. And those people that don't make it about people, well, you know, this was the equivalent of Russia invading Ukraine, man. Financially, that's what it is. That's what it is. Let's hope the Ukrainians, the plucky Luna Foundation people can fight back. <laughs> that's that that's, that's all right. I have to say. So Ali, what are your best three pieces of advice? Your top three expert action steps at this stage in the market.
0: The first would be to um, develop a healthy coping mechanism. So no no booze, no drugs. Amen. Yeah exercise. Um, I keep looking, keep looking up because there's a bird nest on my balcony and the chicks hatched yesterday. Oh! And so I keep looking up cause the mum keeps coming back to bring them food. And that has brought me so much joy over the past couple of days. Just, just watching these birds. And I, I never considered myself a bird person until now, but like this, This is like, these are little things that, you know, it's, I'm not going to pretend that everything's rosy right now in the financial markets, but like having a healthy, healthy coping mechanism does make it better. The second one would be, um, someone told me many years ago, you get five seasons as an investor, two to learn and three to earn. This is a learning season. So learn. And the third would be just to be honest with yourself about your own time horizon and risk tolerance like if you can't sleep right now your financial moves are far too risky it's just a fact we have we have something that i teach called the sleeping level which is literally you your portfolio is as risky as it will take you to lose sleep if, if you're losing sleep, it's way too much risk. If you're sleeping yeah. fine, you're okay. This should not be something that affects your life to that degree. And that comes from the great Jesse Livermore, the father of trading, who is the world's worst trader of all time, which in itself is a lesson. You shouldn't trade, you should invest. So those are my three.
1: Yeah, Jesse
0: Confessions of a stock operator. What a great. What a great One book. of one of my favorite books ever written.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a great book. I haven't read it in a, few, a couple of years, but might not be a bad idea to revisit it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, folks, Ali Al Gore, three-time guest. This man's the real deal. Go check out his uh, his company, FreemanPublications.com. They've got a ton of books on investing traditional investing as well as crypto and decentralized finance type investing. Go buy a few of his books, educate yourself. He's got a number of courses that he runs. Make sure that you check out his courses and frankly take his courses. I think it just makes sense for you to do that. And, you know, have faith. You got to believe you got to believe you got to nurse and feed the little chicks, you know, that'd be be another good title for this episode. The little birds. Feed the little birds and you got to believe. And if you're in business for yourself and you're looking to grow your business and, and you had some big goals for 2022 and you're not hitting them, then now's the time for you to um, step back and do an analysis of all that. And And if you don't know what it's going to take for you to actually hit those goals, then I suggest you go to our website, EastCircleAcademy.com. Click on the button in the top right-hand corner that says book a call, book a success call and go ahead and book that success call. We'll have a conversation with you. We'll have an honest conversation with you about what's actually going on in your business, where you're at and what it's going to take for you to hit your targets. And if it doesn't look like you're going to hit your targets and we don't think you're going to hit your targets based on where you're at and what you're doing, we'll tell you that. We'll tell you what you need to do in order to hit your targets or at least get close to hitting your targets and crush them for next year. But it's May. You got a half a year left. Don't just sit back and try to figure it out alone. Don't do it alone. Hashtag don't do 2022 alone. We all do better when we're with people. And that's what I've discovered. That's why we did the event that we did this weekend. That's why we have the various communities, of people that we work with, because together we all win. And when we work alone, we slowly decline and lose. So keep that in mind. Yeah. And Ollie, thanks again for coming on the show, brother. Really great to have you here.
0: Thank you. It's it's always a pleasure. And I'm I'm always happy.
1: Good. Oh, look forward to having you back to again me. real soon. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's amazing guest, the one and only Ali El Al Gore, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com and check out the show notes or go to the show notes wherever you happen to listen to this podcast, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Audible, or anywhere else that podcast platforms exist and that you listen to them. Until next time, goodbye.